We can agree to disagree. Or we can agree to agree. Yeah, but we're not. Hey, friends. Hey, persons. <laughs> Welcome back. The Disagreeably Yours <laughs> with... Timmy. And Wit. Here we are again. Episode 16. 16. That seems like it's flying by. It is. We're halfway to break shit. <laughs> We're done. I, well, I guess if we do I can't wait for break shit, but these this holiday shit is stacking up. Yeah, because it's what the end of October. So yeah, that would be about four weeks left until the holiday holidays really kick in. Like you got Veterans Day, you got Thanksgiving holiday, then it's Christmas holiday, then it's New Year. You're pretty much just going to work just to pass the fucking time until 2020. I'm still just showing up so I don't get fined. Exactly. Well, so you still get paid. Yeah, so I won't get fined. (laughs) We are full up on French toast. Because first things first. Food. (laughs) First things first, food. And we've done that, and now we are drinking some super classy box wine. <laughs> By classy, you mean trashy and cheap. But I've never had it, so I'm going to go all in. I think you have had it. This just tastes real weird. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. I bought it a few weeks yeah. ago when right. my only choice for drinking alcohol was hiding it in a box. <laughs> Single serve. I don't think it tastes weird. Uh, it does not taste like any. It peanut. tastes like Pinot Noir. It doesn't. Well, it does have a like a weird little. It tastes like Pinot Noir. Fancy car, Tom <clears throat> Bearing jar. Um. <laughs> Thank you for that. It'll do. Yes, it will do, but it's extra fermented. It tastes extra fermented. Like it's been sitting in a box for Like weeks. it's prison hooch. That could be pretty accurate. It tastes actually. like it's from Litchfield. Okay. <laughs> attitude check. What's up? What's new? Um, Attitude check. Well, first off, let me start by saying I watched Watchmen. Yes, I did too. Um, And it horrified the fuck out of me. So I gave a synopsis, you know, saying... It was gonna. Her name is Sister Knight, which I don't think we established in the first episode, and what I thought it was gonna be about, like carry over, have anything to do with actual Watchmen. Um, they which I have not seen. They literally could have. Doctor Manhattan was in like the first five seconds of Watchmen. Yeah, the show. The show, like the blue thing blowing up the mountains. Okay. Yes. I can see why you would have missed it, um, and that was it. Other than that, it was scary as fuck. It terrified the fuck out of me and gave me nightmares. Um, is the stuff on the TV that's playing in the TV related to the other Watchmen? I know that Dr. Man... Well, that blue thing that blew up the mountains, I'm assuming, was Dr. Manhattan because it was a blue naked man with... Well, I mean, the TV... like physical powers. People on the TV, on the show, like characters are watching TV, but it's like um, they look like comics almost. Yeah, I think I think that does, but they could have easily just made the show something completely different, and it would still be. Anyway, that's not what terrified me. What terrified me was the opening scene being Tulsa, circa nineteen twenty-one, Black Wall Street, the race massacre of Black Wall Street. I've never seen it done cinematically. 
I think I've avoided things that showed it cinematically. I and even if and even if I have, it was not that bad. It definitely wasn't. I don't remember actually anything showing you. You really just see the aftermath. You don't see the white people just coming through, and you assume maybe it's not just like white people coming through killing, killing. It looked like Quentin Tarantino made the first five minutes of that movie of that show. It could be, which was so sad. I almost. It made me cringe. It made me super sad in a way that I didn't even expect. Like, I mean, in that, I, now this is fucked up and kind of shows how, I guess, desensitized me personally am to racism and, well, to a lesser extent, attempted genocide. Um, Not lesser, but. I'm just waiting to see where you go. Well, I just, <laughs> I've always heard about Tulsa and Black oh. Wall Street and the massacre. Yeah. But I've never. I guess I've never, well, you know, yeah, they, black people were murdered all the time. Before, I mean, they still are Not to this either. day. It's and just I'm, like slavery. I never really imagined cinematically legit people taking their personal planes and bombing us right. like we're fucking Germany in right. the 1940s. And just openly lynching people. And, like, it, yeah. it was. No, I agree. It was thought provoking, and that I was like, "Huh? Do I do I like go to work, or do I like go learn hand to hand combat and get a gun?" <laughs> and I guess that's what good writing and good cinematography will do. It's supposed to teach you something. Mind you, none of this is actually this is what the, the show's five about. Minutes, but I was just <laughs> flabbergasted sure. and shell shocked. Well, you, it's not not related. There's a big part at the end where it's completely related. No, it absolutely is. I mean, it it's. The show is about a woman. But that was the first five minutes we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> this and destruction and loss of life. Yes. It's, so it's it's Regina King. and it's So it's woke as fuck. It's really and, good. Yeah, but it is really good. I highly recommend it. Um, the other parts were about present day or futuristic post-apocalyptic times where cops are shockingly not allowed to just pull their guns out and kill people whenever they feel like it. But they also have to cover up their faces because people will go after them and their families. Right. But it's not like them killing black people is driven into this. It's their fear of being assaulted by which basically is the Ku Klux Klan. Basically. The seventh cavalry. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it was good. I liked it. Everyone should definitely watch it. So that's my kind of blurred news. Um, I highly recommend it. Second episode comes out Sunday, I think. Yeah, because it wasn't out today when I checked. So it definitely comes on Sunday nights. I never watch anything real time, so don't ask me when things come on. I mean, we never really talk about it in real time either. So by the time it comes back around, we will have watched it at Um, some point. But, you know, just prepare yourselves. You know, it's it's one of those shows where if you have to see white people the next day and you are a person of color... um, you're going to look at them funny. Like, get out. Well, I mean, I still enjoyed it. There were some white people that were cool yeah, so far. Right. I still enjoyed um, it. And I there's a lynching a that, I liked for all intents and purposes, isn't bad. Um, update news. Uh, to answer my question, uh, to answer our question about HBCUs and why they are less expensive. Look at PWIs. you. You did homework. <clears throat> came back. I didn't really do homework. You're not um, getting extra credit, but I'm my, willing to receive it. My queen, who's a two-time HBCU graduate and works at one, um, dropped this knowledge bomb on me. Uh, HBCUs are cheaper due to 
due to the fact that one out of three students at HBCUs are first generation and rely heavily on scholarships and, and loans, PWIs are significantly higher because they get more funding from the government than HBCUs. Also, HBCUs ha- don't have as many and as high endowments um, and foundation funds. However, this doesn't take away from or negate the lack of the quality of the education or the expertise of the faculty. So what I heard is you didn't do any homework. What I gave you was an answer. And the doctor gave it to you. Thanks, girl. I got the answer. And you did. I you got the answer. could provide it to you. You could have. I could have also You know what? I'm going to stop being so honest myself. when I talk. <laughs> okay. Good. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate your follow-up. And I'm shocked. Is that all you have? Go to hell, and that's it. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, my week? Oh, my week was good. Um, the Nats are winning, which is, it gave me an awesome telework it's day good. on Friday. To which they <laughs> lost, but we'll um, see what happens today. Um, I mean, I don't care, but... <laughs> It that still is, would be great. Yes, for it would us be great if they, if they could win because I think that would involve another day off or telework day for me. Um, sure, I'll take I'll their take next my game wins. probably will because they definitely have to go to at least six now, which is going to be during the week. Well, that's going to be in Houston though. So, um, but it's it was good. Um, we went out with another married couple of ours. <clears throat> they posed a question that'll come up in the lightning round. Um, <laughs> can't wait. And that's it was pretty pretty normal week pretty easy week. Yeah, mine was two, no big complaints. Um, you know how you get to the end of the week and you feel like you're fine, and all of a sudden it's almost like your body just gives out. It's like you know what, I'm actually gonna lay down and go to sleep. Like you've actually run o'clock. out of fucks. <laughs> no, just like. I made it through the week. I feel fine. And then as soon as you slow up, it's like, hmm, I'm exhausted. Yes. Who knew? (laughs) So that was me last night. I think I was asleep by 10. And then I woke up like 1230 and then stayed up until 230 because I couldn't go back to sleep right away. Did you watch something? You were just. I was watching stuff on DVR. Okay. Um, Like Prodigal Son, which is really good. And the Mayans, which is also good. Um, but the week was pretty good. There was one day where the day seemed to start off fine. And then I had left my wallet at work (laughs) and then I needed gas and I did not have any money to purchase gas and also did not have enough gas to make it to work to then go purchase gas. So I ended up coming back to my home (laughs) and I ended up coming back to my home, taking money out of my daughter's bank account. And robbing going so you it's ripped not, and robbed your daughter it's not quite robbing because i put the money back but i did that's the only cash that i had and i couldn't make it to work to get my electronic electronic my electronic cards or like you could just credit say cards. cards but i mean i don't have a, any way to get gas you could have gone to the bank i don't have my id which is in my wallet which was at work which you need to withdraw money from the bank touche <laughs> So, on one hand, the day started off hmm, a little shitty, but on the other, I could make it home where I had cash, which 
It's your a great daughter thing. had cash. And she has cash because I leave it in there. I could have taken it to her bank and put the money yeah, in the it's bank. It's a good thing you just like blessing accepted. Yeah. I will accept it as a blessing, not as the trash that it felt like at the time. <laughs> so I was able to get my gas and make it to work, you know, hours later than I Praise should. Praise be. Praise be under his eye. Um, what else? Oh, in do better news for you. For for me. <laughs> Just when you were digging yourself out of that grave with one of my friends from the, the trashy <laughs> episodes from before, God, you are back in the hole. With what? With which episode or which comment? The last episode, which while I was discussing something, you interjected a comment about a will of fortune person who yeah. trashed their family. Yeah. Okay. Well, this person wanted to actually see the story, and turns out that that was fake news. I mean, I, it was a live video <laughs> oh, of it? Wheel of Fortune. Listen, maybe, okay, maybe he was actually joking. Maybe you stopped the video before. Probably did. That was revealed because, and I quote, boo, I Googled the man on Wheel of Fortune degrading his family. It was all in jest. Stop giving out fake news. <laughs> <laughs> it was still, it was still, fun. that's, well, that's text, I asked you, that's what I get serious. nicked on. You said yes. That's what I get nicked on. Yeah. I'm just, I am just relaying. This I think this relates to closely you. to the topic we're going to talk about. Cause I don't really do deep investigations before I just start blurting shit out. Well, that is Except for the great for people to said. know since we give out a lot of information. So only listen to one of us guys. One of us is just I'm, jokes. I'm pretty sure that in the time. past 15 previous episodes, they were already doing that. <clears throat> well that could be true what else is there uh, there's a dramatic reboot of Clueless why I don't know they're trying it to get rid of all the Stacey Dash off of it well it better not feature her then because the show is based on Cher's best friend Dion as the main character they're gonna make her white oh no they Latinx. better not make they're her they're gonna white. make her Latinx I mean fine that's yeah. super charmed of them <laughs> Um, I see what you did there. I imagined that it would be like Gossip Girl almost, since they said a dramatic kind of spin. But then I read more into it, and it says it's Mean Girls meets Riverdale, which is probably Gossip Girl. How was there? How was that even a meet? That Mean Girls is Riverdale. Riverdale is just more explicit. I don't know, man. But that was that, and so. Allegedly, it'll be an hour. Again, very Riverdale, Mean Girl. Is it coming on the WB or not? So it got picked up by CBS, but that doesn't really mean anything. Mm, Because from what I heard, there's a lot of their stuff on the CW. Like stuff that they actually produce. Well, the stuff that they cancel. So I don't know. I'm still wondering why we need this. And I'm pretty sure we don't. But I just hope it doesn't come with Stacey Dash and her shenanigans. So... It didn't say anything about her being in it, so I'm hopeful. Um, Lyft is offering free rides to people who are going on job interviews, which I think is awesome. How do you prove that? How do you prove it? Yeah, how do you establish the fact that you're going on a job interview? Oh, well, I don't know. But I'm assuming you could just bring in... Like your 
well, sometimes you do this stuff over the phone. So you don't have like a, a piece of paper or email that says you have a confirmed interview date. However, it's still a great idea. So Lyft wants to help passengers from various backgrounds get to their potential job opportunities by providing both discount and free services. Those who are set to benefit from the company's generosity include veterans, those with disabilities, refugees, ex-convicts, those in low, excuse me, those in low income areas and those hoping to get their first job, the coveted 18 to 24 year olds. In addition to rides to and from job interviews and job training programs, Lyft will also help passengers get to work and back home for their first three weeks of employment. So it gives many people time to save their first checks and all those things where they don't have to use public transportation or not get the job because they don't have transportation. I'm about to apply to a bunch of jobs where I, in the vicinity of where I work. You are not who this is for. <clears throat> but I you can benefit from it. You don't fit in any of it. this categories I, I can just benefit mentioned. from it. Were you in any of these categories? I don't think you were. I'm, I'm part of the black diaspora. This doesn't say black diaspora. That's refugee-ish. Maybe 350 years ago. I didn't hear a timeline. <laughs> okay, well, you go ahead and call Lyft up and tell them about that and see how that works out for you. Also, first job, but okay. I guess you got me there. What if I never stopped working in the area since the first time I got it? Then you would still have had a first job. <clears throat> So this doesn't apply to you at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at these rules and find a way to you exploit ahead. it. But a good job, Lyft. As niggas do, <laughs> and wealthy white men. So maybe you're in good company. Stop. <laughs> Kudos to Kim Kardashian, who is steadily out here using her fame for good and less evil than her husband, who's using <laughs> it for pure evil. Freeing black people from jail. I don't care if you like that wording. It's, it's just true. She's freeing blacks from jail. Yeah. <laughs> and her husband is sending blacks to hell. I see what you did there. That's right. Um, she's joined many people protesting the scheduled execution of Texas death row inmate Rodney Reed. For those of you who aren't familiar with Reed's story, he was convicted in 1996 murder case and is scheduled to be executed on November 20th, despite the fact that not only does he maintain his innocence, but that forensic experts say his guilt is medically and scientifically impossible, according to the Innocence Project. There's also the fact that the murder weapon has never been tested for DNA. But they have it. I mean, there's plenty of people in jail from DNA that they just weren't able to get. Mm, just more true. other weirdo evidence that they put together. So, you know, as much as Kim Kardashian is annoying at times, she's also using her fame, like I said, to do some good things. So I'm not going to knock her for that. I'm actually very happy about it. Uh, sorry. My bad. Hey, I'll mute my phone. You need to do <clears throat> so kudos to her she's still married to a s- 
super trash human being. Yeah, who just released Jesus is King, which I will not be listening to. I've heard was trash, but I won't be listening to find out. I did hear that Ty Dolla Signs has a great feature, but I mean, that's what he does. So is he speaking in <laughs> tongues on it or things? I'll never know. I just know that they categorized it as hip hop, I guess. And Tank was all like, oh, why can't he have a gospel album? Whatever. <laughs> I'm not, I, I will not listen to it, but a part of me wants to. I'm good. <laughs> there was a tweet that said, this is the second worst thing to happen to Jesus Christ. I'm assuming the crucifixion being the first. That would be the first. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, that's funny. Donald Trump compared his impeachment inquiries to lynching this week. I'm, did you say lynching? Yes, I did. Would you like to hear the whole thing? I don't necessarily need to read it because I don't give a fuck, but I will read it if you would like to hear it. I found it. I yes. mute it yes, on I, Yes, I would. But people bring this stuff to me by liking it or retweeting it. Um, From Donald J. Trump at Real Donald Trump. So someday, if a Democrat becomes president and the Republicans win the House, even by a tiny margin, they can impeach the president without due process or fairness or any legal rights. All Republicans must remember what they are witnessing here, a lynching. But we will win. He doesn't see the irony in what he said at all. I'm sure he doesn't. Okay. Most megalomaniacs... And narcissists will not, so. I wouldn't really call it a lynching. No, you wouldn't call it that at all. Um, It's not. Right. He also has expelled and imprisoned so many people for less. Like I said, I don't care. It's clearly stupid. I just wanted to say it just because it happened this week. Moving on. I would like to officially. That's a good lightning round question. Who's tra- <laughs> Who does Jesus think is shittier, Donald Trump or Kanye West? First of all, I feel like you should not have entered a curse word with that. But sure. Mm, like less. You're right. <laughs> I would like to welcome Betsy DeVos to LFU. A federal judge said the education secretary has violated an order to stop collecting on loans owed by students from a now defunct for-profit chain of colleges. If you would like to know what that means further, it means that education secretary Betsy DeVos was ordered to pay a $100,000 fine after they continue to bill parents and students for student loans that should have been thrown out. Magistrate Judge Sally Kim of the Federal District Court in San Francisco ordered her to pay a $100,000 fine. The money will go towards remedies for students who are owed debt relief after President Barack Obama's education department found they were defrauded by the chain. Corinthian Colleges, which collapsed in 2014. The ruling is a victory for the more than 60,000 students who have been on a financial roller coaster since Corinthian exploded. 
after state and federal officials found that it lured students through deceptive recruitment practices and falsified job placement rates. Mark Brown, the chief operating officer of the Education Department's Federal Student Aid Office, said that the loan service—excuse me—said that loan servicers had mistakenly, quote unquote, billed about sixteen thousand students and parents. Although these actions were not done with ill intent, students and parents were affected, and we take full responsibility for that. He said the department had taken swift action to respond, including refunding nearly all payments. He also said that he had formally reprimanded loan servicers that collected debts and initiated personnel action against the education department employees who failed in their oversight, which is a lot of failed oversight. Yes. <laughs> like you're billing people for something that should not even exist anymore. And if they didn't pay, I'm sure y'all were doubling up and calling them down and like all these other things. So yeah, you know, continues fuck her. I hope that $100,000 does not feel like a drop in the bucket. I didn't I didn't know they personally find find like the secretaries for shit like that. I mean, I know you go to prison and shit, but I didn't know you. Maybe that's a <laughs> euphemism just for like the department. But yeah. it it specifically calls her out and says she was ordered to pay $100,000. I mean, I guess it is her. She's at the top of oversight, so yeah. that would also I mean, make like sense. you can definitely hold people accountable as personally accountable for spending and fucking up but yeah. damn but of course she's rich so fuck her yeah. and you, even if she were poor still it. fuck her yeah um I would also like to send a fuck you to the school administrators of Madison West High School in Wisconsin they fired Marlon Anderson a black man there are black people in Wisconsin allegedly okay supposedly for asking a student to not call him the N-word. Asking. <laughs> Simple requests. Mm-hmm. Please don't call me nigger. Yeah, basically. Anderson told CNN in an interview last week that he was called to help. You are all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. And my refrigerator is super loud right now. Anderson told CNN in an interview he was called in to help the assistant principal escort a student from the school grounds on October 9th. The student was resisting, yelling, and pushing the principal. Anderson called for backup, and the student yelled, why? Why? Why Expletives. Like, it wasn't about to come out right. (laughs) You're right. You're about to fuck that up. Anderson called for backup, and the student yelled, expletives at him including the racial slur at first he asked the student to stop calling him that without saying the word but the student continued to call him various words similar to the n-word anderson then responded don't call me the n-word and he was fired because he said it yes (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's not funny that's just america so he got fired because he said it yes quote we've taken a tough stance on racial slurs and we believe that language has no place in this school that was madison board of education president gloria reyes they paid that kid to say that so that they could fire that black man 
Well, he's been reinstated after the teachers union got all up in that ass. Thank you. I don't know. Hopefully, he's about to look for some new place to work or perhaps a new state to work where he works. But this is ridiculous with absolutely no context. You just you fired him because he said it because he was telling someone not to say it. And your response is, oh, we're taking a tough stance on racial slurs. Shut up. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Okay, so that's that. Um, speaking of runoffs from the last episode, we said we were, what was that list? Ways to know that you're healing from ancestral trauma. Yes. And we wanted to list two things you would like to do differently from your parents and why. Two things I would like to do differently than my parents and why. Um... I wouldn't use as much negative reinforcement as my parents did because I think it made me a more skittish kind of person. Like just if you do this just bad and you're going like things are going to happen or whatever. Wait, explain it further. Cause when you said negative reinforcement, I'm thinking you do something and they are punishing you in some way rather than not, not so much punishing just kind of damning you or like yelling at you or not, not I'm not saying like like beat me for shit but it's just you're kind of killing an adventurous spirit I guess when okay. you're constantly like don't do this don't do that don't okay you know or so it's and I do it today you have a reaction to something and even if you are overreacting without telling the person why you fully explaining why you mm-hmm. doing it that way, they're just like, okay, well my, for example, my parents, I grew up in Baltimore city. My parents would let me walk to, from home to school. Poor I would walk baby. with a group of people, but I will walk. I will definitely, my, sorry, my parents would drop me off at school in the morning, but I would walk home with a group of friends that were still 10 Poor things. Um, Poor, poor babies. And go and (laughs) get home. But they wouldn't let me cross the street when I went outside and played. Mind you, I had to cross many streets (laughs) to get from my school that was half a mile away home. But so I did not understand why I couldn't. I was like, well, I know, like, don't run after the ball if it goes across. Like, I know how to cross the street to not get hit. Mm -hmm. Obviously, because I do it every fucking day. What they didn't tell me was, and I get it because, you know, I'm a kid. There's a crack house next door and they don't want me to get involved in all that shit. There's all the danger. And I get it. You know, you don't want to like completely freak your kid out. But it's still you're giving me things that don't really make sense. And so not scaring you into submission. Right. Like (laughs) talk to me like a logical human being. Like there's a danger element across the street and we don't want you to be around it. Mm -hmm. As so opposed to, one. you can't cross the street because you don't know how. Oh, yeah. Well, motherfucker, you have me walking home. <laughs> okay. I don't think if you think it's like, a, it's not like a straight <laughs> field to my school. Okay, uh, do you even need another one? Would you like to give one? Because I sure. feel like that was. Um, I would seek outside, not outside medical advice, get a second opinion. 
my pediatrician wasn't exactly, I mean, she was a pediatrician, but sometimes certain things would happen and she would prescribe things. And I'd be like, this shit don't work. Like it's, it's bad or whatever. And my father would be like, we're not taking the, you're not taking the medicine right. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm pretty sure like it's not working. Like I should, you shouldn't, after a week or two weeks of taking something, you should notice a difference or whatever it may be in Sorry, and financial advice, but that's it. So it, would that be more getting a second opinion or just listening to you more? I guess listening to me more of like not not taking for granted that just because I'm a child that what I'm saying is wrong or mm-hmm. not something that needs further investigation. Mm-hmm. So let's get it. Um, for me, two things that I, I guess, am doing differently. Um, one would be to apologize to my child more, which, because I know my mom listens to this, so I don't want her to feel attacked anyway, so I'm going to explain further. Okay. Um... I really, I just, as a child, I don't really remember her actually saying she's sorry. Although I do very clearly remember her doing things to let me know that she was sorry. Like after she did something that she probably thought about later, she would come back and she would just be super nice. Or like all of a sudden we would go somewhere or like. <laughs> yeah, but as a kid, you don't necessarily pick up on that subtlety. Well, yeah, it wasn't until I probably got into like teenage, about to be off of school that I realized that. Because I really, I just don't remember her actually using the words, she's sorry. I actually apologize to my daughter all the time. <laughs> I know myself. Right. And sometimes I say things that might sound a little snappy that I meant it. And then I think about it later. And I just tell her, you know, I'm, you know. You can just, apply that to outside your daughter. Mm, probably not. Okay. <laughs> That's a whole different conversation that we can have whenever you choose to figure out how to ask me that better. Um, Fair enough. So I'm quick to say, you know, mommy, sorry for how I spoke to you a little while ago. And she's so sweet and loving and I don't deserve her. And she's like, it's fine. It's kind of mommy. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Just kill your, me now. Look your mostly <laughs> stable child. So I, and I apologize for little things. Like it, it might be something that I said I was going to do at a certain time and I don't do it. And so I'll, you know, apologize to her because I said I was going to do it then and I didn't. Even though we might do it the same day, it right. just not, might not be under the same instruction that I gave her before. And she very much holds you to your words. So if you tell her that you're going to do something, if you don't do it, she's going to get sad. And if she doesn't get sad, she's going to at least ask why we didn't do it. So I'm, for the most part, I try to do exactly what I tell her I'm going to do. And if I don't know I can do something, then I just won't tell her at all. Or I'll say I'll try. But I think that, um, and it's, I thought it would be much harder for me to apologize to a kid. Because right. like you said, you just yeah. feel like I'm the mom, you're the child. If I said something and it wasn't right, I mean, I thought I was doing the best thing. So I don't feel like I need to apologize to you. But Which is projecting from what? No, I'm saying I don't ancestral. actually. Well, no, feel but if that you way. were to feel oh, that yeah, way, yes. it would be it would because be of your ancestral, ancestral trauma. Yes, it would be. But so it's very, it's actually easy for me to apologize to her when I know that I may have done or said something that I didn't mean or it came out harsher than I meant for it to. 
Um, another thing would be to almost, I guess, like you said, that I'm not going to assume that I am giving her all the right advice because your child can tell you one thing and to you it sounds so frivolous and it sounds like it's not that important. It's just you're a child, you'll get over it. But to them, it's the biggest thing in the world. Right. So I'm trying to hear it as if I were a child where this is my world. Like it is this important to me that, you know, some girl said something mean to me, even if that same girl, which is often the case, they're best friends the next day. (laughs) So the that part you can't do anything about. Right. But the one day she tells you, it's like, it'll be fine tomorrow. Just like get over it. But to a child, it's like, I am hurting about this and I need to know what to do. I need you to break this down to me about how I should feel or so listen as to you, me. As you know, it flips when you become, when the child becomes an adult, because they'll tell you something that you'll dwell on as a parent that that <laughs> kid has gotten over. Maybe. No, we're good. So I'm just, I am ha- trying to keep that in mind to talk to my daughter as you wish, as I wish that my mom had spoken to me sometimes where you want to have an engaging conversation and not just someone telling you what to do, how to feel about it, and whatever. So, yeah, that would be my two. So, now, what are two things that you would do the same as your parents and why? We can't just shit on our parents and then just not... <laughs> I wasn't shitting on <laughs> And just not give them kudos. Um, My parents taught me... Some could... I mean... My parents taught me independence. I don't know what the, what the best age to establish that is, but like mm-hmm. at one point in time, like my parents, my mother and father were like, you know, well, if you if you want to eat, you got to learn how to cook. So they taught me how to cook, like to the point where like I can, I, I mean, I now I'm a good cook and I actually enjoy it, but you know, just preparing a meal like a a starch, a vegetable, and a meat by yourself. Like as a kid, or not even like the right age with which you should be able to operate a gas or electric oven, um, or microwave or whatever, or boiling, whatever. <clears throat> so, I do appreciate the fact that they taught me how to get around without a car and I cannot be dependent on anyone for anything. Um, and they taught me a very strong work ethic, like they have actually not that i am faulting anyone for doing it but we are we will never use welfare in our family we don't we aren't people that use social assistance we will always go find a job you are able-bodied you have the ability to work um and there are those that don't and that need it and they should have it but you as far as you are going to work right now yeah right so take your ass out there and go work so Um, at a very early age, some might say before you're legally able to, (laughs) (coughs) but Baltimore city has rules of its own. So correct. Kudos to your parents. Um, so my two would be, 
It's like I feel like I had it in my head while you were talking, and then it just I had the two that I wanted to say. So now I'm thinking about all these different things, but I want to <coughs> say the one that I was thinking of most. Because I feel like the thing I want to say first, I think that I've said plenty of times, and even in the first episode, like, uh, like you said, I'm super self-sufficient and independent and able to do everything that I want to do myself. And even if it's not myself, like physically doing something you myself, can get it done. I can get it done. Right. Um, so I feel like that's a given, but there was something else I wanted to say. It wasn't, it's kind of like independence, I guess. But when I got to college, I realized how much kids just didn't know how to do things. Right. Not even just the cooking, but I mean like the cleaning, the even the washing themselves. Ironing. Washing clo- uh, ironing. So when I went to college, it was like I was doing all these things myself. And it was just like, I felt like there were so many people around me struggling to do it. Like to know how to, almost even down to washing and drying, like knowing where to put your dishes after you wash them. Or washing, knowing to separate the colors from the whites. And if you had so many darks, you should probably separate those darks from all your lights, even if they're not whites. Yeah. So that, like preparing you for the world at an early enough age where it just makes sense to you. Because, I mean, yeah. we had chores. I had chores. And at the time when you're younger, you don't get why you have to do that or when why you have to do it when they say. But it's also, that's your contribution, like, you live in a place, you take care of the place. Until and as you a, have a job, you right, have to do you something. You have to contribute. And so <clears throat> even to the taking the trash out on certain days or just doing those small things that when you got older, you realize, oh, this is like, this is just what people do. You just, you clean up after yourself. Right. You <laughs> so she prepared me for the world in a really great way for someone who did most of the work herself. I feel like that was too. But there's one thing. There is another thing I want to say because I think it's uh, very important. My mom, everyone loves my mom. My friends love my mom, but I think very nice lady. <laughs> she is a very nice lady, but as her child, sometimes it can be challenging. Lord knows, with two I strong understand. women in the household, well, and sometimes now out of the household. <laughs> but. There were times where I thought she would be soft on me, and she was hard. Me not calling her as soon as I get home from school, even though I'm totally fine. But obviously, it's because she's been worried sick about me for hours, and she couldn't reach me, so I could have been dead. I get that now. And then on the other side, when I did, I didn't even do something maybe, but something bad or something was just happening where I needed help but I didn't want to ask her for help or I was down on my luck and I thought she would be more mad or angry at me for I don't know waiting until the situation got it out of hand or something yeah when she was the most loving so she's a hard lady sometimes but when it really matters she is the circle of care that I need Aww. even when I don't want to admit that I need it so yeah, love her. I'll be seeing her later probably. All right. Now we can actually move into a topic for the show. <laughs> oh, great. Let's um, do some more parental shit. 
It seems like we need to. It seems like we have a lot to discuss. Um, were you aware that Gina Rodriguez was under fire last week or so? For dropping in bombs? Yes. Yes. Do you know why or how she dropped the in bomb? She was just singing a rap lyric. Yes. I forget. I don't know. I forget. It was a Fuji song, Ready or Not, which is a classic. Yeah. Ready or Not, here I come. You you can't can't hide. hide. I'm I'm going to find find you and make you want me. That. So, she went on an apology tour, of course, like people do when they drop the N-bomb. Any initial thoughts about her dropping the N-bomb? Well, she only went on an apology. She's in Hustlers, right? That new shit movie with Jennifer Lopez. I'm pretty sure that's what, or Carmen San Diego. One of the two. She wants that. She doesn't want to lose. I don't think she was in Hustlers, that. but I also have not seen it. Um, I mean, Jane thoughts, the Virgin is what people well, know her most. She's from. not black, and, and she dropped the end. Well, she's not know. black, and she dropped the end bomb. So why are you using it? So that was my first thought. And then you had people coming to her defense saying because she's a person of color. No, the wrong color. (laughs) Agreed. So in a world where we control who says what, and in the actual world where people mainly identify as the race they have predominant percentage of, my question is, and I think you've already answered, should the Latinx community be able to say nigga or any other iteration? So before I answer that question, I will make this statement, which is probably going to cause all types of hate. Until black people, we must accept the fact to realize that we are never going to abolish, abolish the saying of the word from someone who isn't a hateful racist unless we stop using it ourselves. Boo. Yeah, 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 I get it. That's fine. Um but that's that's a clear It's not fact. a fact. It's not a clear it's not a fact. You're right. It's an opinion. But uh yeah, no, I don't think the Latinx community should be able to use it. Why the fuck would they? They're not black. They aren't in bombs and they were never called in bombs. So why should they be able to use it? It's not something that suppressed them. So why should they? That is my general gauge on it. Also, you are not black. You cannot say it, period. And it's almost where to me that y'all are trying to say it so much. When you know the history of it. It's like, it's not hard just to not say nigga when it comes on the radio or on your song. You could just, you could just shut up. So just what don't it, say anything. So then. And definitely don't record yourself on Instagram. No, that's stupid. Plot <laughs> twist. What if you're a Blatino? So if you are, then that's one thing, right? Because. It is. I just said predominant percentage of no, what no, you but, identify as. But you get. Because I'm probably 2% Irish or something like that, but no, I'm not no, Irishman. No, you, but you get, <laughs> you get a pe- group of people that... Like Amara Negro. Yeah. Is it La Negra? If she wanted to say nigga, she could say nigga. 
Because she's, okay. she's so. clearly identified herself as such. She didn't just open the door and be like, hey, today I want to be black. So I get to say it today. But I do, I have an issue with people who are not black saying it regardless. I get that you're a person of color and I get that you've been oppressed. Yeah, but, but recording you're not it in the, same in the way. song, I don't understand that shit. And also... I mean, recording yourself saying it in a song. Yeah, I just... Even if you're not recording it in a song, why are you saying it? It's like... Oh, she says it on the reg. On what? She says it on the regular. I mean, like, I'm assuming... No, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure she does, too. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who do. But again, you have to know your audience. I'm sure you can say nigga to your friend. And that person might be black and might be fine with it. But as the world turns, you cannot just walk around calling people niggas just because your nigga let you. Like, <laughs> But they don't know that. I mean, she's clearly about problem. to find out, but... Well, she already has. She's apologized. I'm sure she will take her niggas behind closed doors like every other person does, where it belongs. You can't be on a main stage saying it and think that it's okay. And to your point about we'll never abolish the word, I don't even think it needs to be abolished. I'm just saying we're never going to... There's context. We're never going to get non-black people to think that they don't have a right to say it. And that's fine. And they can get cursed out every single time also. Because we can never stop anyone from doing anything. They kill us every day. That's very true. We're calling niggas on the street all the time. I mean, I haven't, thank God. I'm just from a place that, that typically does not happen. But, you know, Midwest, yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> so, all I'm saying is, I don't think it's a matter of us having a funeral for the N-word as Russell Simmons would want it's us not, to do. It's not have a funeral for the N-word. It's just... We can say it because it's ours. It's repurposed. It's refurbished. If you don't put this fucking ring on your finger. <laughs> Sorry. Um, got it. You knocked the mic too, by the way. I don't have a ring to drop on the table. <laughs> it's our word. I, they created it to use I understand. I understand it's And now we've word. changed it. So why do we have to not say it? Just for you to not say it. You know no, the context. No, 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 no. It's not. Don't say it. <laughs> That's mm, something that no one agreed to. And I agree that they're not going to agree to it. But at the same time, I don't see people running around calling me a nigga who know they can't. So they know it's the time and a place for it. So they know it's not okay to do. I actually, I tweeted okay. something about I it. I don't think that's a realistic approach given. Well, it's not a realistic approach to expect people not to call you a nigga when they're not Especially black. Especially other minorities. I don't care. I know you don't care. Neither do I. I'm saying, I don't think they should. But they're the going end. to as long as they get to quote Lauren Hill. People are going to do a lot of things like murder. That's and very true. violence. I don't And say the N-word. But okay. that's not going to stop people. From saying it, I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, it's fine because you're never gonna stop anyway. So I'm not. Say- I'm not saying it's fine. I'm not talking about you. Okay. I mean, in general, there are people that will say, well, you can't get them to stop, so just forget no, about that's it. Like, bullshit. Like, all right, but I'm still not about to let it happen to me. I tweeted about it, and a person that I know responded, "Can I say it?" And he is a person of mostly Latinx descent. I'm sure he 
may have some black mix in him somewhere, but I've never heard from him identify his as Afro. Mother Latino. and or father? Not that I know of. No. As far as I've known, he's identified as Hispanic. But the funny thing is I know he says it because I feel like I've seen him say it on something, but he's talking to, you know, his friends who I'm sure are okay with it. That's one thing. So he asked me, can he say it? And the first thing I thought of is I said what I said, but I thought about it because sometimes I feel like instead of just shutting people down, like I'm not about to explain this to you. I said what I said. I decided to engage more in the conversation to recognize that I know that he says it gross, but it won't be said to me. So what I responded was you can say whatever you would like to someone willing to accept it, which is true. You have, so you can say it till you get punched in the face. Exactly. Okay. You can say it to your friends. They clearly let you don't bring that nigga shit over here. So I have an an offshoot question for you. Because I got really offended by a Middle Eastern person that I, that dropped it. But he's from Egypt, which is in Africa. Well. Is that African American? Is that black? I mean, it's clearly African. It, but, I mean, is that, does that count? That's an interesting question. Because the Charlize Theron not about to come in here and call me a nigga either. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was talking, there has to be a level of melanin in your skin. Well, yes. <laughs> don't, don't be... <laughs> Do not bring your white South Africans <laughs> over here talking about nigga, please. <laughs> um, well, you're saying he's Egyptian. Yes. Or he's Middle Eastern. He Egyptian. he was a, he is Egyptian. He is a first fresh off the boat, first generation Egyptian. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Praise I guess be Allah. With Egyptian. him, I would say that was really racist. Yeah. Don't jump in my inbox about <laughs> it. Um. I would say they are clearly, they are black. They're African. Egypt is in Africa. A lot of biblical stuff went down in Egypt also. But. So they look real. I know some of them. Other countries that are further north. mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I would say that there has to be a level of context. But even still. They're just saying they're, they're quoting rap lyrics. I don't like it. And or referring to their other Egyptian I don't like guys. it. Yeah. I don't like it. But I'm not it's saying it's not wrong. No, it's not right, but it's, it's okay. okay. I'm going to make it anyway. Pack yo back. We've already sung this song. Yeah. I would have been with you, but then I realized that right before I broke out in the song. Okay, fair. But yeah, I don't like it. I get it, but I don't like it. I don't either. I'm just saying that's. <laughs> That's why it's almost is that African American context to it, right? Because if you still went, if you were left in Africa, so you you had to have arrived here on a slave ship in order to be able to use it. <laughs> but also, I'm sure they was called niggers with a hard er also. So I don't like it, but okay, don't say it to me, probably. But we're also not friends, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, some random Egyptian not about to call me a nigga either. Well, I mean, but if well, we were first friends, off, and I understood him based in his on the context, way you're, you're saying it, maybe. I don't think you would let anybody call you a nigga hard er. Okay, well, no, we, nobody's calling nobody even hard ER. a nigga. I'm talking about the refurbishment of the er. The nigga. Yes. 
Because nobody's walking around calling nobody a hard ER. So then, not Latinx, not white, not black. My last, le- joking, my last left turn. <laughs> Can non-slave ship arriving blacks use the word ninja in the same context? If ninja, if Gina Rodriguez, has if you said, said ninja, if she oh said girl, ninja. I prefer it. But that's okay. Ninja, yes. So, oh, Regina, Gina Rodriguez and or Ninja is not nigga. A white person could roll up I and say, hey, I know black people hey, that ninja? say ninja because they don't want to say nigga. Well, right. But that's completely, the context is gone. I'm fine. Okay. It's a completely different word. N- not offensive to me. So, if a, white per- if a white person rolled up to you, if you had white friends. First of all, white and, people should know better. And they said, what's up, my ninja? You'd be good. No. Thank you. Okay, good. So, it, it does... <laughs> It it First changes. Like, nothing. It's melanin. It's to white people. <laughs> right. Okay. So to do with the word nigga. <laughs> in order to use n words that end in a yes. or er, in that you context, must have melanin yes. in your skin. And I that's don't think that's a hard ask. And it's not. <laughs> so now that you have melanin in your skin, ninjas okay. I feel like that should have been your first go to. There are there there are levels to the shit. I mean, do your niggas in the house behind closed doors? I don't understand. No, no so one said niggas. Someone said. Everybody apparently don't say apparently it. the desire to say the word is so strong and so compelling. Man, niggas always want to say nigga. Exactly. And when I say niggas, I mean not like. Um, That's why I hate it so much. They want to say it so bad. That's why I hate it so much. It's but, like, why do you need to say it? Because they can't. Right. Because they can't. That's why. So don't. <laughs> I I'm not saying, but that's the, the you. The, the psychology of humans, you have to understand that the know, reason that they're being... Don't do what they want to do. It. Exactly. Don't jump off a bridge, guys. The appeal is... <laughs> Donald don't Trump, please don't shoot yourself. <laughs> do not shoot yourself. The, de- the desire to want to say it so badly almost makes it even maddening, like even more maddening to me. It's like, you know you shouldn't say it. Don't push the button. It's it's the same. Not it's, only do you know you can't. There's a lot it, of trauma and stuff associated, shouldn't. and exactly. it's really fucked up. Exactly. But it's the same basic principle of don't push the button. Well, push the button and because I don't think Regina, I don't think Gina Rodriguez right hates black people. So look, when people say it, I don't think everyone that says nigga is racist. If you're not black, I don't think you saying nigga is racist. She I don't, don't think give she a was fuck racist. about our feelings. Well, I can't say how she feels feels, but I don't think. Everyone who says it is racist because there is context to it, right? You're saying in a song, there is context involved. However, you are not black. So you definitely should not be saying it in a place that black people can hear you out of respect. And to me, it's kind of a lack of respect that you did it in public. It's like, so you're just going to ignore the history. You're just going to ignore the fact that you're not black and saying the N-word. She's probably probably Um, a Negro in there somewhere. This woman claims that her father is a dark-skinned man all the time. He is almost the same complexion as her. It's like, you're not. He's not. Like, it's not. Like, you're just. Didn't bother doing that research because his last name is Rodriguez. No, because she is a person that comes out here and as soon as black people, black women get something, it's like, what about all women? Hispanic women, Latinx women. It's like, calm down. Like, can we talk about black women for a second? So she also has that history in her was like you do all this to try to make something for black people extend to the latinx community fine but the credit was right here 
we are not saying you don't deserve credit, but we're talking about this right now. And not only do you not want to talk about the black women right now, but you still want to say nigga in this black woman song. It's like, girl, pick a lane. It's fucked up and it's hurtful <laughs> and it shouldn't be done. And I don't understand why y'all want to. But they're not going but... to be respectful humans and not do it. So. And that's understandable. As always, we have to compromise. We have to not compromise. Adjust to whether we're going to use verbal hands or physical ones. I was going to say, if we truly want them to not say it, we too must not. But nope. I get it. I don't understand. We shouldn't have to change any more than we already have. Exactly. How much do y'all want? The pound of all the flesh, your firstborn child, a lynching, perhaps. All I'm saying is, I'm not okay with it, and I think it's weird that people want to say it so badly. But that's that. On that, I guess. Um. So Tank has been heavily in the news this week. Please don't. uh, You know, the more I think about it, the more the sadder I become. Okay. I knew this. I knew this was coming. More in the news. Did you listen to the clip? Yes, I listened to that fucking bullshit ass clip. It wasn't a clip. You sent me all 59 minutes. Well, what did you want me to do? Edit a YouTube clip for you? I mean, yes, but anyway, um, yes, I listened to that shit. It was the first four minutes. You act like you had to read it. I mean, well, you didn't clarify that until after I was 15 minutes in, but whatever. So after he stopped talking about sucking dick, you just kept listening then. I just assumed there was more. <laughs> bad assumption I assumed there was more. You're bad. Always. Now I have to see the timestamp because I feel like okay, I don't do it. It wasn't 15 minutes. It definitely wasn't. You it are was attra- seven minutes. Oh my, which is which is two minutes longer than I need to listen. In which case, you would have had to listen to seven minutes max. And I know you didn't listen to it. Are as you soon fucking as done? Can we continue with the bullshit yeah, that this is about to You want to bring up facts? I'm going to bring up receipts. We've already established. I don't give a shit about facts. <laughs> I went to the rest of this. I got in my dick twice. Does that make sense? Am I gay? No, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. So, yeah, I just sucked a dick twice. And, and this, is a, this is twice as, twice as excessive. Okay. No, so now it's no, twice as no, excessive. No, but, but let's dig into it, right? Okay. <laughs> then so, he did. He sucked the dick once, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Let you know me try it again. Let me try it mm-hmm. again. And then he says, you know what? It's not for me. Don't like the taste. You see what I'm saying? Don't so, like he, the taste. We're not talking about chicken. we talking no, about right. dicking. I think that's enough to get where we're going. <laughs> he did go on to say that three strikes you're out. Yeah, so three. Sucking three dicks, then you're definitely. So sucking two dicks is the max that you can be without being gay. So I think you know what my question is. <laughs> <laughs> How many dicks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Close. How many dicks do you have to suck to be gay? <laughs> Disclaimer. Oh, we are talking about this one conversation only. We understand that there mm. are layers of do we orientation. It, it sounds like you set me up to that. get hate mail. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm setting you up to get less. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Is we that understand that there's more orientation Because this is the only news that happened in the fucking talking, world. We are talking about this conversation in a box in which we've been giving, which is Tank's box. And he says, you can suck two Three dicks. Three dicks or not. Two dicks or not. Two dicks or not. If you suck two dicks, are you gay? Whoa. Is the third dick the one that you're considered gay? Any less dick you're experimenting? <laughs> 
Um, I, be- you, I, I believe if you have the intrigue to suck a dick as a male, you are automatically queer because you are there for questioning. I like how you said queer instead of just saying gay. Right. So you're definitely questioning your sexuality whether you've determined it or not. Um, I don't know why after sucking one dick, you don't know <laughs> whether dick is your thing. I've, as never being a cock gobbler myself, um, I just that might don't be the name of the understand why you um can't establish why you have to do a second redo, right? You have to do a second shot at it. Well, Tang said you, you had him once. He's like, mm, I'm not sure. So don't like the taste pretty sure it's gonna taste the same the next dick you suck unless he washed more or less in which case is i'm assuming gonna taste worse okay um you brought this shit into my life i didn't bring that Um, shit into it but i like your that was very thoughtful about clearly the person is questioning which leads me to my other question of how women are given that space to question it I feel like if a woman came to you and said, oh, you know, I just I just licked two vaginas. And then I was like, mm, it's not for me. Would mm. you consider her gay? No, I would consider her threesome worthy. Okay, so yeah, right into the double standards then. Yeah. Exactly where I thought this was going. Right. Exactly. But if you're a guy and you suck a dick or two, now well, you're gay. that's women. You're not threesome worthy. That's women not wanting the devil's three-way. I mean, I'm sure there are. Okay, you are you just got, dropping all no, sorts of titles. No, 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 no. The devil's three-way. Because men are accepting of women that are willing to Yeah, it's the um, double standard. Deep dive on other women. Right, so and because you're willing to Women are willing to accept men that are, have sucked less than two dicks. No, I understand there's a double standard on both ends because women, I think they are far less likely to want to continue a relationship with someone who has sucked a dick or two. But if you've ever had a train run on you, okay. then then that... The, what does this have to do with something? Because the guys that were running the train on you were just a smidgen gay. Queer. Which is another thing. So if you're Eskimo brothers... That's different. Now you're not Eskimo gay. Brothers is just banging the same person at two different times. I mean, you could go into the same igloo and then you're still. Yeah, but then you got to go into her. You got to go into her poop machine. You got to go into her and chocolate I'm sure factory you're too. Ding 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 ding. These <laughs> euphemisms are going rapid. I'm trying to say yes. I'm sure, if, those tips touch us. If you're point. running a train on a girl Work. and you're okay with her a dick in the room, then you're. At least a little queer. Okay, so I had a question, and it just totally... You were asking about the double standard in women and all that shit. Yeah, so because you are sexualizing a woman's preference or questioning herself in the past, that's the only reason that you don't consider her gay or bisexual or queer, and you do consider no, a man I'm saying bisexual I don't, or queer. It doesn't... We... Men, most... No, I'm asking you, because most men, like yourself, you would say, well, I mean, you suck dick twice, you probably... You, uh, no, I think you are by definition... Well, I don't think... Why? If the, you suck two dicks and stop... The quote 
from the show was if you're gay. Right. And I Tank think says that no. you're at least queer. I don't think t- I don't use Tank as my gay just to <laughs> anything well, yes. in my entire life. But if a but. woman licks two vaginas, she's threesome queer worthy as well. But threesome worthy. Hopefully. You're hoping for a threesome. When a woman tells you she's eaten a, another weird. woman or had it's sex weird. with another woman. It's weird that men sexualize As a man, you're hoping that you can get the... Every woman who's bisexual does not mean that she wants a man and a woman at the same time. That's very true. I'm and the fact that men the word hope. The word is hope. The fact that men <clears throat> sexualize bisexual women so much because they feel like you're just definitely going to have a threesome is weird. I don't think you're it's that weird. I think it's her, a taking you're knowledge and facts. And, her desire for women, even though she's with you. So she chose to be with a man. That's who she's with. But she's still attracted to women. And women are still attracted to other men while you're together. That doesn't mean they want to jump on the next dick they see. I said hope. I'm not always talking about you. Fair. <laughs> But the daggers and the, and the shade that you're throwing is always it's directed only because toward you're me. sitting here. That's fair. I'm so I, I internalize it, I guess. Generalities a lot of the time. But, I mean, like you said, you clearly were questioning something because I don't think that you would even question what a dick tastes like if you weren't interested. Or didn't think you were, at least. But at the same time, if you didn't and then you didn't like it and you never want to do it again, you're not really questioning it. No, you like, still had the question. For me. You still, you just found the answer. The question was still there. You just answered it. But I think that before you have a sexual experience with someone, all you can do is question it. No, you sometimes, sometimes you just don't. Perhaps, maybe. You no, just I'm. I'm just, okay. I'm just saying, perhaps. There's nothing for you to say. All I said I, was perhaps. Okay. <laughs> If anything, I'm like, okay, well, maybe you didn't find the dick that you liked. I don't know. All dicks are for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, if you suck two no, dicks and I you don't. just didn't find. I actually, know what you mean. <laughs> well, no. Not do you know what I mean. I just mean, <laughs> in context of this, he said if you suck two dicks, and it's like the first one is like, mm, I don't know if this is for me. And then you try another one, and you're like, nope, it's definitely not. But I'm like, okay, well, you thought it could be for you. So do you maybe want that you just third reason? The right dick yet. Now you found the right dick. That's called hunting for dick. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You're hunting for dick. I'm not saying you're about to go out and grab the next dick the next day. You're looking for your Moby dick. No. That means every woman would be looking for their Moby dick. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what you guys are doing? When you get one, you're not necessarily looking for the next one is what I'm saying. You're not like, "Uh, I don't like this dick. No, you're looking for the one that you want to keep. Okay, but what I'm saying is we know we want Moby dick, period. I'm talking about if, if you don't know. If you're out here sucking your third dick, you're looking for dick. So we can striking agree. vipers. We can agree that you are questioning your sexuality at some point. You, you are may a queer be person a queer if person. you're out here. If you have a dick and you're looking for one, which is fine. I guess the bigger thing was like since they were making such a decisive tone, like you're gay or you're not. But I think that's which a, I don't think was right. Fair. Exactly. <clears throat> so that's what I was about to say. Most men would do that. Though, or I'm not gonna say most men. A lot of people would do that. They would try to make that hard line of like you're gay or you're not gay. It's like I mean, like you said, it's a queer person. Oh, as, now it's just as, up to you to decide go if you want to be with this, someone that sucked a dick or two. 
uh, homosexual choice. transsexual miniseries. Uh, it's heavily in the news, so it's easy. I I would say that that person is just questioning. Yeah, and that's fine. It's weird. That's what I said. It's a personal choice. Then from then on, who your next partner will be if they decide that they too don't mind that you sucked a dick or two. That's between you and that guy. <laughs> um. So that's it. I think we. Wow, I thought she would have dived way deeper, talk about it way longer. So thank you. Well, only because there's so many nuances that there's no way to cover it all. So I just wanted to talk about the four-walled box that they gave us with the clip. Dick diving. We've got it. Yep. Cock goblin. The devil's threesome edition. (laughs) Um, So we can get right into closing arguments. Okay. I'm going to go first. Because you suck. <laughs> well, because you ended well. I would ask, but I feel like I'm just going to start going first. Go for it. Go for it. Go. Ho for it. Ho for it. Ho. I don't care how many times we say that. It's, it's still always funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more black? Kanye West. No. Or Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> One does She's a lot more for free. the black community. And she's had two black dicks at least. I knew you were going to find a way to cross that line. Okay. <laughs> I tried. And we know it's more than two just from keeping up with the Kardashians. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> who is less black? Ben Carson or Candace Owens? I still say Candace Owens because she got that nap hair. <laughs> She looked like she'd been picking cotton for days. Only because she has not figured out how to maintain it, which is a total blower for someone that looks to be at least in three decades of life. You need to get it to But, okay, sorry. I want to recant my answer for once. I will say Ben Carson because he gave so much hope. No, sorry. Okay, still Candace Owens. No, I want to say Candace Owens. At first I was saying Ben Carson. Now I want to say Candace Owens. Ben Carson was a brilliant neurosurgeon at Johns Hopkins, gave so many black doctors hope, gave us gifted hands and think big. And, and I the movie radio. And the movie radio. And I still... Yeah. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> I have it. Because That's the shit with... Um, Cuba Gooding yeah, played was, Ben Carson before and also radio. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to say is I truly, in my in the deepest of my hearts believe that Ben Carson has a brain tumor, which is altering his thought and cognitive abilities to process intelligent thought. And I do think that one day when he does die, we will find that out. So, you know, the question was who is less black. So I think by medical reasoning, Candace Owens is less black. Ben like Carson has a tumor. He, ben Carson has a brain tumor. That's why he's fucked up. Cause it sounded like you were answering Ben Carson, but you're actually answering Almost. Candace Owens. Okay. But Candace Owens got that nappy nigga hair. And she just needs to know how to do it. It's nothing wrong with her hair. There's she doesn't know how to do it, which proves that she's less black. She's using head and shoulders. She's using and pink moisture lotion, and we've all figured out at the age of five. No, she's, at least at that she's age. using L'Oreal. And okay, that's L'Oreal has some good products for white women. Which is, you know, you just gotta learn how to use the right stuff. Next question. You know, please. like anti-humidity frizzer. Next question, okay. please. Who had the best transition into blackness? Don Lemon or Van Lathan? Do you know who Van Lathan is? I don't. He's the black guy from TMZ. 
<laughs> the, one that, the one that cursed Kanye nah, West Nah, Don Lemon. Don Lemon was an Uncle Tom for sure. And he and then, what the he, 180. I don't, I was, I guess, so hard. I think Ben Carson channeled his blackness into him and they switched. Because that motherfucker is like woke. Yes. He on Red Table Talk. Anyway, Don Lemon, definitely. Dan Lathan actually got fired this week. He got into it with From some. TMZ? Yeah, he got into it. Um, I can't remember what the topic was with someone else on the show. And I'm pretty sure it was probably something related to culture that he wasn't letting down. But he's going to be good either way. He has a really good podcast. He's doing a lot of good stuff. So he'll be fine. Because he was, he was actually one of the only reasons I was watching TMZ. Mm. But no, that's all. Who had the worst transition into blackness? Oh, God. Amanda Seals <laughs> or Jesse Williams? Because I feel like Jesse that's Williams. That's irony there. That's what I'm saying. Jesse Williams, it was like he didn't really You know he's going to be on power? All of a sudden he came out like, you know he's gonna I'm be black, on... y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm bliggity bliggity, and I'm black, y'all. Well, Jesse. Oh, guess right. He's, he's, he's with a white woman now, isn't he? No. He, he's with Taylor I'm Rooks. confusing him with like I think he's still with Taylor Rooks, Anatomy. who is gorgeous you know he's gonna be on power right I did not know that on the he's last gonna, half of he's gonna be season. Cash's father getting vengeance on Lala's or Lakeisha's death really I'm intrigued and um, this is just the second half not like a spinoff right who had the worst transition into being black mm-hmm. well I don't think Amanda Seals had a bad transition you know, she was I around a lot longer before she now. started doing this. <laughs> I mean, that's just slower. That's not bad. I just said who had the worst transition. You have to pick Well, the Amanda Seals, because I didn't know she was black until Insecure. And that's fine. And that was short-lived as that fuck, because now answer. she's been canceled. <laughs> Ironically enough, because of Jesse Williams. <laughs> and she has a book and stuff, so she'll be fine, too. That's all I have. Okay. Um, ironically, so, so this person, well, we've done ones that aren't black before. Um, so I said earlier in the beginning of the episode, we had dinner with a couple and mm-hmm. me and the husband agreed and our wives disagreed, but Jennifer Lopez, <coughs> better actress or better singer in comparison, singer, liar. Okay. It's, it's been so me and the husband think she's a better actress. She's, she's a better singer than she is an actress. You, well, you're both wrong. Do- the doctor. My <laughs> I'm wife. not surprised that the doctor agrees with me. How, why do you think she's a better singer? What movies? Okay, aside from Selena. Aside from Selena. Everything made in Manhattan. Shit movie. Planner, it's not. Shit movie. It's not. Monster-in-law, shit act. movie. Um, U-turn. Well, I still think U-turn was good. Anaconda, shit movie. Okay. Okay, we did agree disagree. The movies, you said her acting. Her acting is still good. Moving on. And I still love those movies. I got it. We did We're agree. right, uh, you're wrong. Agree to disagree. Disagree. Fuck, Mary kill. Black Panther edition. Okoye, Nakia, Shuri. <laughs> I would marry Shuri. I would fuck Okoye. And I would kill. Lapita? Yeah. Okay. That was easier than I thought it would be. Best white shade. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, Nancy yes. Pelosi. 
Elizabeth Warren has been shading people the entire time she's been on the campaign trail. Nancy Pelosi was trying to teeter on the fence, and she finally jumped off into the right side. So, Elizabeth Warren G. Okay. Um, worst way to spend a Sunday. At Harmony and Hope. <laughs> the church from that bought Calvary from Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. Or Kanye West Sunday service. What was the question? Worst way to spend a Sunday. Kanye West. These are easier than I thought for you. Like, I'm not sitting anywhere with Kanye West telling me, oh, let's not all stand together so they won't, we won't get captured for slavery again. No. Jesus is king, but you are trash. <laughs> I like it. Most aggressive moment in black female cinema. <clears throat> Both involving Michael Beach. Angela Bassett burning the car and waiting to exhale. Or Vanessa Williams in the knife scene in Soul Food. Faith fucked my husband. (laughs) Oh, you gotta be here for the family. Fuck the family. The family family fucked my my husband. husband. That was a great scene. Hmm. And that is a great question. I have to go with Soul Food. Only because it involves so much more people. Angela Bassett's scene was still great. The way she snatched all his shit out the closet. Yes. Like, student talking about this white woman you left me for after all these, all that stuff. Great. But the way she pulled, Terry she unsheathed that, that knife out of that block. In there, and everybody's like jumping and cussing out the way. I have to go with Terry. Automatically, Terry's money. And thank you, Michael Beach, for pissing off great black women in cinema. You know what? I know you said that, but yeah. I'm just they were, He was both of both their husbands. <laughs> that was a good one. It was full circle. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, that's, that's all I got. That's all you got? That's all, all right. Got. Well, I think that's enough time for us. We are really extending time these weeks. And this has been Disagreeably Yours with Timby and Wit.